Kaffeeka is a very Swedish custom which basically means that you take a break from your activity to have a cup of coffee or tea and maybe eat something sweet. In Fika with us, we are inviting you to join us for a Fika and listen to different topics regarding international student life at Linköping University. In this episode of Fika with us, we are joined by Therese. We will walk you through the process of leaving Sweden and point out important bureaucratic steps to take. As much as we would love to keep you here in Sweden, one day there might be a time when you feel like spreading your wings and flying away. Tune in, we've got plenty of information for you. My name is Julia, let's start the FICA. Hey, welcome Dries. Hi, nice to be here. Yeah, it's, it's super nice. Um, and maybe first of all, Maybe you can introduce yourself. Like uh, you work at the international office here at Linköping University. Yes. Um, so, what exactly do you work with? Yeah. So, my name is Therese Lindqvist. Um, I'm a team leader and coordinator at the international office. Um, so, my team is in charge of, of welcoming new international students, among other things. Uh, so, we try to uh, prepare as much information, and and we are in charge of housing and, and other areas of. of practicalities that is outside of academia, you could say. Okay, great. Um, I'm sure it's your input is going to be really useful for this episode. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because as you already heard in the intro, we're going to talk about what you need to do once you decide to move away from Sweden. So this is basically like a checklist, so to say. Um, and personally, this is going to become very real for me soon. I'm going to graduate uh, this summer. Hopefully, <laughs> fingers crossed. Um, so right now, there's a lot of these things happening, like I have to cancel my apartment and everything just starts to feel really real. Um, and I'm not sure if I'm, I'm missing out on certain things. Uh, so I think this is going to be an episode that's even going to be very useful for me. Um, and just to give you a pre bit more information, most of what we're talking here is uh, the case for you if you are a registered resident here in Sweden. So for example, exchange students that li live here for a couple of months or under a year, I think it is, um, those people usually don't have a personal number. Um, so it's not as complicated for them. But in this case, most of what we're going to talk about is for you who have a personal number, who have been living here in Sweden for some time at least. Yeah, and before we dive right into the episode, I have a very important question. Um, since we're called Fika with us, can you tell me what is your favorite Fika? Um, so I would need to say it's like the spin of a cinnamon bun uh, with cardamom instead and, and sugar on top. That sounds That's really a deli nice. delicacy. Yeah, I'd like to have one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and I think I should definitely fill up on some Swedish Fika before I move Somewhere else in Europe, because I think Swedish sweets and treats are really, really delicious. Maybe learn to how to bake them the coming months. <laughs> yeah, even even better usually <laughs> when they're homemade. Okay, perfect. Let's get into the episode. Um, and I know that this topic probably sounds very intimidating, and like you might feel very unsure about what's going to come next in your chapter. At least that's how I feel right now. Like uh, I've been applying for masters, and they didn't really tell you about your admission until a couple of months before you're supposed to move there. So it's a lot of like unknown things. And I assume that even for master students, it's a very similar situation. Like, am I going to find a job or 
what am I going to do during the summer even? Anyways, first of all, very, very important is the Swedish tax office, also known as Skatteverket. Um, this is where you once got your personal number and your sort of like um, Skatteverket ID that you've probably been using a lot during the past years here. Uh, and your address is also registered at the tax office here. So once you decide to move away from Sweden for over a year, um, that's what they're stating on the website, you need to notify them that you're leaving the country and preferably you can also give them the new your new address in case there are any uh, important letters that you um, that you get. So if you plan to move away from Sweden for over a year, you do need to notify them. The form that you need to fill out is available on their website and it's also available in English. Um, important to note, don't do this last minute. Um, they want to have this form at least a week before you move abroad, but I think um, you can do it as early as possible since you can indicate like this is the day I'm moving away um, when I leave Sweden. Exactly. And I think that's one of the most important steps um, because that's that's the way you're registered here in Sweden. So please don't miss out on this. And talking about Skatteverket, taxes. <laughs> I'm actually uh, curiously awaiting my tax return this year. Uh, I hope it's not going to take too long anymore. Um, but yeah, if you've been working here in Sweden, uh, you probably have or you hopefully have paid your taxes. Um, so keep in mind that you might get or you might have to fill out your tax return even after moving away from Sweden. So that is very important. Um, keep that in mind. And I also read that if you own property here, which is I think quite unusual if you're a student, but it can still happen, you should talk to Skatteverket in particular because uh, owning property here might mean that you still need to pay taxes and things like that. Um, and again, that also counts if you've been working here, you might receive pension from the Swedish state. Um, and that is the case even if you if you live abroad and you um, you age, you will still get your, your, your pension. All right, that was a lot of bureaucratic steps. <laughs> but what you should take away from this is uh, let's get the record know that you're moving away, um, that you will be leaving the country. And I'm sure they're, they're happy to help you out if you have any uh, detailed questions. All right, housing, also super important. Um, and I think that's where I sort of would like to hear your opinion, because I personally don't know much about student housing. But how does it work when you want to, when to, if you want to move out of a corridor room, for example? Um, so it depends on, um, I would say, who you rent with a little bit. So if you rent uh, with us at the international office, uh, or if you rent directly with, for, let's say, Stempostäder or Heimstaden. Um, so it's a little bit different, uh, the cancellation time, I believe. Uh, we, we at the university, we only have one month. I think it's uh, at least two or three months in um, directly with the, with the tenants or with the landlord, sorry. Um, so make sure to check up how long, how long <laughs> time you have uh, for cancellation uh, period. But uh, what's important to, to think about is, of course, uh, that uh, for our apartments or housing, uh, cleaning is included, but usually not with directly with the landlord. So mm -hmm. uh, you will be uh, charged a fee if it's not cleaned, and you should not either leave any belongings that you uh, 
that belongs to you. Yeah. Right? There's usually a checklist if you have a furnished apartment or if it's non-furnished, it's supposed to be, well, empty. empty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say, yeah, that's, I guess, the, the most important yeah. things to think about. Leave it in a good uh, condition. Yeah. And I, I guess that would also count for any damages that happen during your time, like make sure that yeah. you either fix them or you're in contact with your renting company about this. So they know and it's not going to yeah. be a big surprise for them. Um, it could actually be, okay. I mean, um, some wear and tear is of course okay. Yeah. Um, so it's more what is reasonable. Um, exactly. But but it will come up. Uh, they will contact you otherwise uh, afterwards. So yeah. yeah, it's better to it's <laughs> just address it. Yeah, It's easier to take care of it while you're actually yeah. still here. <laughs> exactly. Because once you're in a different country, it might become a bit more, a bit more difficult. Exactly. Yeah. And as you already said, like for most private apartments, it's usually like three months cancellation cancellation time, just so they have enough time to find find someone new. Um, and I think most of the time you would also need to make an appointment with someone to look at the apartment and, as you said, check if it's clean, if uh, it's in, in good condition and to return all the keys. Uh, and speaking about keys... You might not notice, but you have a lot of keys belonging to your apartment, like, for example, to the laundry room or to the storage room, or you have a spare key at a friend's place. Make sure to collect all of those and then um, return them. It's costly otherwise. I think you are usually charged, could be several thousand to change the locks. So, Ooh. yeah, <laughs> make sure to <laughs> collect them. It's always it. <laughs> interesting when you're supposed to. But, yeah, like that's an important. Don't take that too lightly. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, and I mean, you most likely are not going to move with all the furniture you have, um, especially if you plan on moving abroad. So make sure that you like get rid of your furniture somewhat in advance so that it's not too stressful and you have to sell everything on the day you're about to move. Um, and I think Facebook Marketplace is a really great uh, way to sell furniture and your belongings. Um, and it's for free to put up any posts uh, and we actually have a secondhand store here on campus. It's the um, LIU Secondhand Shop, which is organized by students for students. Just actually, that's the, the way they started because they saw that before the summer, so many students are leaving and there's so many things that they need to get rid of. Uh, and after the summer, it's completely the opposite. There's so many new students coming in and they all need furniture for their corridor rooms or uh, apartments. So this is also a super great way to... Uh, make sure your furniture ends up in a good place and gets reused. Um, and otherwise, of course, you can always donate things to secondhand stores. Uh, as you probably know, there is plenty of secondhand stores in Tornby, out where you can also find IKEA. So you can also actually, uh, in some cases, order pickup. Uh, oh, from nice! Some, I think, for instance, Erikshjelpen or or yeah, some. Right. I don't know exactly for, for which type of um, things, but uh, if you can at least look it up maybe it's easier to to donate than to sell sometimes definitely yeah especially if you have a massive couch yeah. <laughs> that you can't move on a bike exactly <laughs> yeah um and also in in terms sort of like with your belongings i know over the years you accumulate a lot of things even if it's just clothes um so one option of course is to ship things to the next place you're going to live at or just ship it I don't know, to your parents' house, to your friend's house. Um, somewhere close by where you can go and pick it up in case it's too expensive to take it on the airplane or you don't want to take it on the train. Um, 
which I cannot recommend. Um, when I moved here to Sweden, I carried about 70 kilograms of luggage mm-hmm. on my own. <laughs> do not do that. <laughs> it's not going to be very pleasant for you. Um, so there's always ways of uh, mailing it beforehand. Yes, and uh, lastly, um, which might be might be good to keep in mind, especially if you move out of like a private apartment or is from a secondhand contract, maybe keep in mind with the new tenant that is moving in, if you can, um, because that can inc- uh, can income quite handy because maybe they want to buy furniture of you, or also if you still get letters and mails a few weeks or months after you you moved away, um, I'm sure they're they're happy to help out and get the mail to you. Exactly. And most importantly as well, since you're moving out, uh, this won't be your uh, address anymore. So if you have your address registered at like the, your phone company, Skattewerket, of course, or your bank or anywhere else, make sure to change your address there as well. And um, I would say that takes us basically to the next point because bills and contracts It's also a very important point, Um, especially your apartment might come with bills that you pay regularly, like water or Wi-Fi. Um, But it could also be just your phone, your phone plan here in in Sweden or insurances or just as uh, just as well a gym membership. Make sure that you terminate those and do it on time, because otherwise they might charge you for a few more months. uh, And that's not not nice. Um, Exactly. So, for example, if you have a gym membership at Campus Hall in here on, on campus, make sure to to tell them uh, that you're sadly moving away um, and that you have to terminate your membership. Because actually, um, I mean, most people will probably terminate their bank account here as well, especially if they know they're not coming back um, But be aware that just canceling your bank account is not gonna terminate everything else automatically. Like you need to take those extra steps. You need to tell your insurance company that you you will stop there and that they don't continuously charge you on an account that doesn't exist because um, it will probably come after you. All right, Um, bank accounts. Uh, I don't know how many, you probably get a lot of questions from international students about opening bank accounts. Oh yeah, I uh, understand it's quite a big... There is a misconception that you need a, an, a Swedish identity number, but that misconception is actually also sometimes within the banks. So it's oh. uh, um, you, you have the right on your side to open a bank account either way, but it's still, it's s- still tricky, we understand, because we do... I understand it. I used to work in a bank for a short while, but I still think it's a little bit too strong on the money laundering uh, that we're taking very seriously, mm-hmm. um, but sometimes maybe too that. seriously. <laughs> so uh, everyone needs to submit uh, to um, to a lot of questions about you know what you're going to do with your money and yeah. how you're going to use the bank. I account. was personally very surprised by those questions yeah. when I opened my bank. Yeah, account. so don't don't take offense. No, no matter where you're from, you're going to get it. No matter where you're from, and and. You know, I sold something in cash uh, and, you know, like a car because that was a while ago, how you do it. But I really got in-depth question, like, why, how did I get cash and why? Yeah, Yeah. before Swish was used in that uh, kind of way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so I think the easiest way is simply to go and talk to your bank. Um, Most of the banks actually have their offices downtown. I know that Ica Banken is, I think, completely online. Yeah, there are some um, online options that yeah. could be better for 
for some students as well. Uh, but yeah. they usually have a good customer support. So um, just Excellent. contact them in time again, as you mentioned. Yeah. And then, uh, so that they can, you know, uh, term. I think your bank account will be termed. If you only have, I think, less than maybe, let's say, 50 krona, you know, mm-hmm. they will it will be ca- cancelled automatically, but in like one or two years, and it will still it will still keep like you as a customer. So that's quite unnecessary for everyone. Yeah. So if yeah. you know, you're, you can open it again if you, you know, would return. Exactly. It's not that big back. of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, as you said, like doing it on time, talking to your bank in advance, because I also realized that, you know, often when you work here in Sweden, you get paid the month after you've been working here. So that might get you a bit into trouble if you want to terminate your bank account and there's still salary coming in. Um, and even longer sometimes because we do have this um, uh, vacation extra. Uh, oh, right. So like that can even, you know, uh, lag a little bit longer uh, than, than, than just the salary the month afterwards. I've yeah. heard that, you know, people get even, you know, two months uh, afterwards. So uh, maybe check with your employer to see like if they know how how the last salary or salaries are going to look like. And then mm-hmm. you can just let your bank know that the last payment should be done on this yeah. uh, date. Okay. I think that that will work out. Just talk to them. I, I find uh, Swedish people to be very nice and helpful most of the times. So, yeah. Um, and also in the case you decide to keep your bank account, make sure to update the address in case they send you any new cards or any information, um, just so they know where you are. Because otherwise they're going to start tracking your access and uh, address and then they're going to charge you. <laughs> that has happened to me multiple times from my German banks by now. So I'm an expert on this. Yeah. And this is uh, the next information is for, I would say, fee paying students mostly. Mm. Like those students who are not from the EU or EEA or Switzerland. Um, so those people who have a visa or a residence permit to be able to live and study here in Sweden. So here you also should get in contact with the Swedish Migration Agency. And it it really depends. Like if you decide, I'm just going to move away for like six months and then I'm going to move back to Sweden, you usually just have to tell them like, I'm going to be back, but I still want to keep my residence permit. Please don't cancel it. Uh, And that's usually fine. But of course, if you want to leave for longer, like for one to two years or even more, you definitely need to tell them, you need to notify them in advance. Um, If you don't do that, your residence permit might uh, get revoked. Uh, So that could make it very, very difficult for you to to move back since you would have to start the process all over again. Yeah, Uh, and I think uh, this is most of the bureaucratic steps that you should be taking (laughs) before moving away from here. Um, I only have a few more small things on the list. Like think about what am I going to do next? Like, am I going to start working? Maybe I want to have a reference from my last workplace, like stating, hey, I've been a good employer. Uh, Please hire me. Um, That could be useful in the future. Or if you want to have any like, um, as I said, references or just a certificate of employment, it could be good to have. if you basically, if you've done any uh, anything important here and you have documentation about it, take it with you. Uh, don't forget your degree from Linköping University. Um, and if you need it validated, for example, if you need a signature for it for other applications, you can get that here uh, and take it with you. And 
something else you will always <laughs> be taking with you is your personal number because uh, that will actually stay with you for forever. Make sure you write it down so you don't forget it um, in case you might need it again. And then the teeny tiny last small things is like check if you've borrowed anything. Like how, do you have a book at home from the library? You should go and return it because I think they'll charge you quite a bit of money for it if you don't. Um, so there could be a, a big inconvenience if you forget about this. Also, if you borrowed anything from friends or wherever, make sure to return it and make sure to pay all your bills. Um, because as we said, the timing with the bank account can be difficult. Make sure that everything is paid and they don't want to charge an account that doesn't exist anymore. And then a very important point as well. Uh, if you've been a student of Linköping University, make sure to join the Liu uh, alumni network. Yeah, that's really, um, I think the number is we have around uh, 110,000 alumni wow. now, uh, you know, finishing from, from Linköping University in like 100 different countries. So it's, I mean, it's really, you know, valuable for, for yourself uh, because, you know, in your future career, networking is, is a big uh, part. So you can start now to, to always stay connected with, with the university. And, you know, if you uh, become a member for free, of course it is, uh, then you will get, you know, uh, invitation to alumni meetings and uh, uh, newsletters and our magazines and, you know, just possibilities in the future that can arise. So uh, please join uh, liu.se slash alumni, I think it is. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, have a look and join. It's for free. <laughs> yeah and I mean make sure that you're connected maybe via social media or LinkedIn with friends or classmates you never know someone might know someone that has a job opportunity for you in a couple of years um, people are always very I've noticed this on LinkedIn uh, people are very friendly and very eager to help yeah uh, paying it forward I think so uh, just try to as I said start Connect building your as network much as possible. yeah exactly yeah, definitely and there's two more things on the list that you probably should be doing. Make sure to eat plenty of fika before you leave. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe buy the favorite Swedish foods that you have that you can't get anywhere else. Um, and maybe you want to throw a goodbye party or have a goodbye fika with your friends. And um, yeah, just make sure you get the chance to, to say goodbye to this nice city that you've hopefully enjoyed for these years. Yeah. Do you have any last things to add or any tips? No, I think you covered, I would say, most or all areas that need to be considered before leaving. Uh, but the last parts, of course, is, is I would say you should try to do these administrative board things well in advance. And then you just enjoy your last, last time so that yeah. you're, you can do these fun things as, you know, having fikas and, and maybe learn how to cook the meatballs and, and <laughs> throw the good uh, goodbye party. So uh, just plan ahead because then you'll uh, enjoy the, the, the finish even more. Yeah. And to give yourself some time to like emotionally say goodbye as well. Like for me, it's, it's a couple of more months before I move away from here, but I'm already, it's like sometimes I'm just randomly walking the streets and I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going to miss this. Mm. Like um, it's going to be going to be different. Um, so make sure to enjoy lean shopping or no shopping wherever you might live, uh, to the fullest before you, before you leave. All right, I think this is a, a good end to a quite extensive checklist of things you should be doing before leaving Sweden. So I hope you've enjoyed this and thank you very much for joining me. Thank you very much.
You have listened to Fika with us, with me, Julia, and this episode's guest, Therese. Don't forget to follow us on social media, Linköping University on Instagram and Facebook. And if you're just about to finish your studies at LIU, make sure to join the alumni network. 